Welcome back to Sports Day. Nice to have Adam Voges on the program, our first guest tonight. And Western Australian cricket have gone back to the good old days. In We have now a, a West Australian men's team and a West Australian women's team. And I think that's a, a great move, uh, getting away from the nicknames that we had with Warriors and Fury. And their coach, Adam Voges, joins us here on Sports Day. Welcome, Voges. How are you, mate? G'day, Carl. G'day, Hayes. Yeah, going well. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, obviously, exciting Announcement today uh, to, to be going back to the West Australian and, and both teams playing under uh, that banner. We're all obviously proud West Australians. We represent all of all of our great state, and, and I think it's great that we're going back to our original name. Hey, Voge, it seems Cricket Australia are actually listening to a lot of the state competitions at the moment because they've changed the Big Bash, they've reduced that, but the new format that uh, they announced today with 50-over cricket and the Sheffield Shield, which will be called the Marsh-Sheffield Shield and Marsh One Day Cup too. I'm not sure how that got through, but uh, what are your thoughts and do you think that's good for the overall game here in Australia? Yeah, you'd like to think that the Marsh-Sheffield Shield will hopefully have a good (laughs) omen for us, but... um, yeah, look, I think they've been—they've obviously been listening to our conversations as well, and um, and made sure that they've extended the 50-over competition. Uh, we'll now see it mixed in with the Sheffield Shield, like uh, we used to see, where you'd play a, a one-day game at the back end or the front end of a Shield game. Um, so I, I think that's terrific. It gives uh, opportunity to more guys and to more cricketers and obviously to get more games in as well. So it's good that they're listening. Uh, we've got a few extra 50-over games this year and, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting fixture. We start both competitions at home at the Wacker Ground, uh, which should be really good. Since the Sandpaper Gate in South Africa, do you think Cricket Australia has made some positive changes in regards to them taking more notice of what is being said from their main stakeholders? Yeah, I think so. You'd hope so. Um, yeah, we obviously saw... Um, the, the outrage that occurred over in South Africa and the, the outrage from the, from the cricketing and, and the general public here. So I think Cricket Australia have made a conscious effort to, to listen to the fans, to listen to the people who support the game um, and, and to try and make it as accessible as possible. So I think this is a step in the right direction. Before we move on to having a look at the Australian team, because we know you spent some time over in the UK recently, when I saw that you were going to be rolled out today with all your media appearances, I thought maybe there's some big-name recruits that could be here for the Perth Scorchers. Have you got anything for us after your trip? No, not yet, mate. No, (laughs) other than a bit of jet lag, I haven't got much for you at the moment. But um, we're still working around in the background. Um, I'm sure there will be some announcements, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. But... uh, once we get uh, pen to paper, we'll uh, we'll be making some announcements. Right, okay. just give us a little bit of an insight. What are you looking for? What are you on the hunt for? Who you you know? You don't uh, have to give me the names, but what are you looking for to add to your squad? Oh, look, uh, we we need some batters. Um, there's no doubt about that. That's something that we're looking for in terms of overseas spots. Um, Ideally, we find players that are available the whole tournament, but um, with other competitions with international cricket, uh, finding the right fit for our group. Um, there are a couple of the criteria we look at and we try and fit those with the best individuals we can. So uh, we've got players in mind. We've got a list that we're working through. And, um, yeah, look, hopefully we'll be able to announce something to you guys um, in the near future. How's Jai Richardson tracking? I did read, I think it was last week when you were still away, that he maybe be uh, heading up to, to Darwin to, to play a little bit of cricket. Um, but is he on the right road to recovery? Yeah, he is. He, he played up in Darwin on the weekend and uh, got through that game unscathed, which was really good and, and a positive step in the right direction. Um, I think there was always in the background the hope that Jai would get up for an Ashes series, but 
with the announcement of, of 17 players with um, six, six fast bowlers in that squad, um, that, that probably isn't on the radar anymore um, for Jai. Um, having said that, he's working as hard as he possibly can to, to get himself fit and ready to go so that he does become an option for, for Australia uh, when he is ready. But obviously, hopefully he's working towards um, the start of the summer for us as well. Voji, if you didn't go over to the UK to get those big-name recruits, you must have gone over there to push the barrow for the West Australians. And you've done a very good job because, surprisingly, both players have been included. Or not surprising given their form, but I think if you go back two or three months, they wouldn't have been included in this Ashes squad. Cameron Bancroft has been in terrific form. And Mitch Marsh, that's a good story, losing his contract, but coming back to pre-season in really good form and fitness, he now gets that opportunity. You've done a good job. <laughs> oh, I didn't do much, but uh, yeah, the players have done a terrific job, and yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to to see both guys in there, and, and good to see a WA flavour within that squad. But yeah, for, for Cameron to come in, he's he's played some good cricket. He's been playing up in Durham uh, over there. He came back and, and played some good cricket for West Australia at the back end of last Shield season as well. But the 90 that he got in the intra-squad game on a really difficult wicket that was up and down that had some seam movement against a, a pretty handy attack in Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood. Um, to be able to defy that attack um, on that wicket and um, to really show what he's got, I, I think that got him his spot. Um, so he was outstanding. And then, yeah, we've spoken about Mitch and the disappointment of losing his contract, coming back, working really hard. Um, he played nicely in that game as well and um, finds himself in the national squad as well. So, yeah, certainly nice to see a, a WA flavour there. Having spent some time with the Australian second eleven, and then for that game that you're referring to between the two squads, can you describe the feeling amongst Australia at the moment with Justin Langer now taking control? There seems to be a lot of depth and maybe a lot of confidence that we can actually win this thing. Yeah, I think that's the exciting part, um, the, the depth that you talk about. You look at that 17-man squad, and I think um, Australia's got most options covered there. So I know there was a disappointment of not making a World Cup final, um, but obviously the focus changes pretty quickly to a, to a big Ashes series. So um, I think, yeah, Australia's got all bases covered. Um, I think it's going to be a fascinating series. Obviously, the first test match is always really important. Um, playing in at Edgebaston, it's it's like Australia playing the first test at the Gabba. Um, England's record at Edgebaston's outstanding. Um, but hopefully we can get off to a good start and set up a, what's going to be a fascinating series. Vodji, what was your role, mate? What were you doing whilst you are overseas? Uh, can you just take us through a little bit of that? Yeah, we. Um, so I, I started with the Australian A squad and, and worked, uh, had a couple of games down in Sussex and in Kent and then uh, came together with the, the full squad. Uh, it was a, an operation that's been two years in the planning to get 20 four twenty five of the best Australian cricketers together in England in terms of preparation um, to play a game at um, at Hampshire, um, which was a terrific initiative. Um, there are people everywhere, um, but my main role was to to just prepare the guys and get them ready for those games. So um, I think I've left my throwing shoulder over in Hampshire somewhere. <laughs> I've thrown a few balls in the last couple of weeks, but um, hopefully it pays off and, and hopefully we see some good things um, from the guys who get the chance. JL's been bringing all the legends back. Adam Voges, Ricky Ponting, Steve Waugh also over there. Mate, must make you feel good that you're included in that company. Oh, it's just nice that the coach let me come over for a couple of weeks and help out. But... Um, no, look, it, again, it, it was a great idea. It was, um, I think it's the first of its kind where, where a team's taken so many players over there to get the preparations right. And um, hopefully it holds them in good stead.
Well, let's get serious and have a look at the first test starting on Thursday. It's been almost confirmed that I think Pattinson and also Kawaja will be in the final 11. Give us your 11 that you think will be rolled out. Yeah, I think there's a couple of tricky decisions for the selectors to make. I think one of them will be the opening batting combination and who partners David Warner. Uh, Marcus Harris is the incumbent, scored 1,000 runs last year. But obviously, uh, Cameron Bancroft, the way he played, um, having a left-right-hand combination might be um, might might be something that they look at as well. So uh, let's let's put Bang in and, and go with Bancroft and Warner at the top. Uh, Kawaja at three, Steve Smith four. Um, Travis Head at five. I think Matthew Wade will bat at six. I think he'll get his opportunity again. Payne at seven, Pattinson, Cummins, and one of either Hazelwood, Stark, or Siddle. Um, mm. If I have to pick a team, I'm actually going to go Peter Siddle. I think the length mm. that he bowled um, over there were, were outstanding. Um, Having said that, probably one of Hazelwood or Stark will play, and then obviously Nathan Lyon as well. So, um, like I said, there's some there's some good depth there, and I think um, Australia's got all their bases covered. And just before we let you go, what about some of the youngsters for not the Warriors anymore for WA that are coming through that have impressed you over the winter months? Yeah, well, I haven't been there for the last month, so it's a bit hard to tell who's impressed, but. Um, now look, I think we're we're starting to really see the benefits of a couple of seasons now with a few of these young guys, Cameron Green, Aaron Hardy, um, getting some more game time into those guys. Uh, Liam Guthrie at the back end, Josh Philippi. Um, it's it's nice to see that um, these guys are uh, another pre-season in now, um, and hopefully they're going to step up and 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 make some really important contributions for for Western Australia, which I'm looking forward to. Who wins the first test? Well, if Australia, well, if Australia start well, they're every chance. I'll be fascinated to see what sort of wickets they play on. Um, there was a lot of grass on them four years ago, um, and I would imagine that England will try and back their skill and win the game that way. So we're going to have to start well, but I'll back us in. Can you believe they won the one-day World Cup in the fashion that they did? Can you believe that happened? I still shake my head. Yeah, it was an amazing game of cricket. I thought it was a terrific advertisement for 50 over cricket um, there's a lot of people that uh, think a 50 over cricket is dead but um, I thought that was a wonderful contest I thought the, the New Zealanders were very humble in defeat they probably didn't deserve to be a loser in that game but um, they had to be but um, obviously being over there there's a pretty happy uh, English contingent that's for sure Welcome home mate, thank you very much for your time and we look forward to uh, getting you on regularly in the not too distant future too, your season's not far from getting underway, thanks mate Good on you. Thanks, guys. Adam Voges there, our WA cricket coach. Uh, thanks to Optus, uh, that interview. And with Optus, you don't have to choose. You get great coverage and great value. Both is better. What do you think, Carl? He gave his Ashes 11. I've uh, got something pretty similar. In fact, exactly the same as that. But I'd be interested to see what the punters think, who they think should be the opener. Does Matty Wade get a position? And who is going to be that lucky bowler? Nine double two double one eighty two is the number. You calls after this.